Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody knows a council like Greg Bishop. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Committee the whole last night. It was about two hours and 20 minutes. Typically makes for a good, solid uh, council roundup. I'd say that's uh, about the threshold where you get multiple issues that uh, take up a lot of time. One of them, tax increment financing. And in particular, the downtown TIF, uh, which has had some problems in the past and as far as projects that are drawing from that tax increment fund, uh, ultimately uh, not fully coming to fruition. Uh, in particular, you've got the Ferguson Booth building downtown, which has uh, oh, yeah. uh, been plagued with problems. So that came up last night, and uh, this is an issue we heard a couple of weeks back. Um, the request now is $3.1 million for the developers, but... As we do every week with the Council Roundup on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY, we hear Alderman raise concerns. And there were concerns raised about this particular request several weeks ago. If you remember, Chuck Redpath had the clerk read out, gosh, like 10 or 12 questions or something. Sure. He was still looking for some of those answers last night. Here is the Alderman. One of the things I asked for last week and did not get was my list of questions. Uh, asking specific questions, and I, I do we have that that information? The mayor starts to talk a bit about who's going to be presenting in front of the council virtually uh, last night and going on the project and your role in it, and then also anything else you'd like to share, Mr. Mayor. If you don't mind, I'd like to get these answers answered first, okay. and, and then we'll go on to whatever. Uh, sure. However, the chairman uh, Turner decides. And- Alderwoman Turner was the chair. Uh, so they went on and heard from some of the uh, presenters. We're not going to necessarily hear from them because they were virtual and they didn't have the audio hookup. So it's just not going to sound that great over the radio. Um, so we will likely hear more from the developers in the future. Uh, but still some profound questions that need to be answered. According to Alderman, here is the chair of the Committee of the Whole, uh, Doris Turner. Usually when we have a TIF request of this large of an amount, Everything, all of the companies that are going to be involved, their structure and and all of that financing is in place before the request comes to us. So for us to be in the middle of discussing this and you're still making changes to your your entities that are involved is a little uh, troubling. (laughs) Yeah, concerning, yeah. That's putting it mildly, yeah. Uh, considering the uh, problems that have already happened at that particular building that they're requesting $3.1 million for. Uh, more from Redpath. This is a really problem project, and you came into it in the end of it, and obviously you're running into obstacles because of the severity of the problems that we have with this project. That's why it's going this way. Um, we have several projects that come through Springfield, and this is just, this is not a typical project. So that's why it's going the way it is. And it's got that history uh, to go along with it as well. Uh, more from the Alderman. Thank you. My next question is, uh, what's the current amount of the city TIF? I believe, Abby, can you tell us that? Or? They didn't know off the top of their head, which caused a little concern. I'm talking about the total amount of the city TIF. I, I got these on the record last week for answers to the administration, which you're part of and your boss is a part of, and you guys can't tell me that after a week? Mm-hmm. Still prodding for that info. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that report said. This is Alderman Donnellan. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that report said it projected $15 million coming in to the TIF and then $13 million going out. 
So I, I can even do that math. That's $2 million left over. That's what that report showed. Is that correct? So that's the life of the TIF, Alderman? That's the, the report that we received. So there's going to be $2 million available, and this TIF request is 3.1. Mean a deficit yeah, sure. uh, in the long term, one, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, that's not cash on hand. The way they're accounting this is, you know, they're projecting into the future. This is how much we're going to bring in in the increment. Because uh, just a TIF 101, uh, it's a taxpayer fund that's separate from other property tax resources, but it's still property tax resources. What the TIF fund is is the increment increase of that jurisdiction. So if you have a, you know, square blocks carved out by law. Uh, that particular area will have a separate fund that any increased revenue in property taxes from when the fund was created goes into a separate pot of money, and that money's used for development. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what they're trying to do here is determine how much money from that pot of money is going to go to uh, these private developers. But the, again, this building's had <laughs> a whole host of issues. Yeah. Uh, here's Alderman Hanauer. If we have to call in an auditor to come in and audit this TIF and figure out what, what we have in there, I'd rather do that before we do anything else with any more TIFs on the downtown TIF money because um, we can't. He says we can't just keep giving out money yeah. when people say one thing and then there's another thing. and I just keep going back to the movie The Money Pit. Yeah. You know, I mean, is that what this building is? Oh, boy. I don't know. Uh, the mayor uh, trying to bring this around full circle. Because you do have a uh, property tax increment that's going to be accrued, and we've had this conversation within this government body, is it's the time value of money. Do we want to wait and just uh, accrue, uh, you know, the TIF, uh, you know, just whatever's brought in, that's what we expend? Or do we want to be forward thinkers and look at what we can leverage, just like we do with the bond? So uh, the question about, you know, do we go ahead and only spend what's on hand or, you know, move forward? And we'll uh, address some of the concerns about, you know, do we have to borrow? Uh, But the mayor talking about oversight and the necessary steps that aldermen are taking and asking these questions. But it's important for downtown that this type of project is vetted thoroughly. Uh, but as importantly, it goes through if we're all comfortable with it. And I think uh, that's what we all want is a thriving downtown, especially post-pandemic. But is this the project to do it? That's the question. Uh, and Alderman really are pushing for answers here. We have taxpayers and, and constituents who are asking us tough questions. We have to have tough answers. That's all. Yeah, I don't view it as a fight. I view it as a discussion with providing information. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but but from what I understand, aren't these supposed to be luxury apartments that are that are being made up there? I you know I don't know if the scope of the projects changed. That's what yeah, it was well, with uh, Rich yeah. Lawrence. Um, yeah. So uh, it was going to be luxury apartments, uh, really yeah. nice. I mean the the mockups that they had five six years ago when this was first brought forward under uh, Mayor Houston under Rich Lawrence as the contractor. Uh, it was it, I was thinking about you know. Moving downtown. Yeah, moving downtown. Yeah, but but we're in a pandemic now. Right. Do we really want to do that? Mm, I like uh, like uh, living uh, a little bit in the rural side of things. Uh-huh. It's just my own personal preference. But uh, here's uh, Budget Director McCarty. Well, my next question was about the sub. That's not Budget Director McCarty. This is Budget Director McCarty. If we take that, we run it forward. We take out all the obligations that we have, including the current cost that we've obligated to projects. And uh, take out the $1.4 million to go back to the, to the taxing districts every year. Take out the $300,000 ahead in oversight costs, which are costs in the department. You have $10 million left over. So that's what, that's what uh, Budget Director McCarty says could 
be uh, in the fund later down the road. So a lot of accounting tricks, a lot of questions still. Uh, we'll get to even more with actual action that was taken on this last night with Alderman uh, still raising concerns. Plus, we'll get to um, a conversation about rail relocation and uh, other funds for infrastructure improvements. It's all in the way here with the WMAY Morning News Feed and the Council Roundup. Last night, two-hour, 20-minute meeting. It was a committee of the whole, and uh, they really focused a lot of that time and attention on uh, uh, TIF requests. And uh, Alderman Redpath had a series of questions that he was still trying to get answers to. Here's a continuation of those questions. And go. Well, my next question was about the subs being paid, but the local unions got several lawsuits filed on this on this project, and so that that's probably going to be answered. Um, um, By the, the other ones was the, the pension paybacks was part of that too. The final question is is to the contractor is is Rick Lawrence in, involved in this project? So the contractor, virtually, uh, from what I could hear uh, this morning in reviewing this, was uh, they said that he's just been able to provide information, but he's not in any part a contractor or any part of like any kind of management or along those lines. But uh, that wasn't necessarily enough for Alderman Redpath. He broke the law because he was he knows what the, the the in a prevailing wage job you have to have a certified payroll and you also have to come through and pay the benefits to the people that are owed to him. And Madam Chairman, at this time, I want to make a motion that we ask Corporation Counsel to draft a letter to the Illinois Department of Labor and the Illinois Attorney General's Office and ask him to conduct an investigation on Mr. Lawrence's activities in this project. Oh, that's a motion on the floor, Madam Chairman. And the motion was seconded, and they went ahead and approved that motion. Uh, so there's going to be a formal letter drafted uh, for the uh, uh, Attorney General and the Department of Labor to investigate uh, uh, Lawrence, uh, former contractor for the Ferguson and Booth buildings that uh, fell apart. Uh, and then Redpath continued to talk about, I guess, uh, in a way, some of the major problems with uh, the previous uh, developer and uh, how to try to avoid that moving forward. You got to, you gotta, I guess, in a way, recognize what those problems were. It's not about the judging of the work, uh, Corporation Council, more than it's about uh, diverting the scope of the project. And that's one of the reasons, one of the problems he got into when he diverted money to put the elevator in the middle, which I don't disagree with the idea, but it wasn't in part of the scope. And then a couple of city officials uh, worked, including the mayor, uh, worked to uh, ensure that aldermen know that there is oversight processes involved. Uh, they have regular communications with developers on these types of things, and they track all the receipts and so on. Um, and again, uh, it didn't seem to be enough, so to speak, uh, for aldermen. They went ahead and decided to uh, make a motion here and uh, table the measure. I'll make a motion to table. Second. <clears throat> There's a motion and a second to table. All those in favor? Oh, can we have a discussion on the motion? Okay. I, I think we've got to be really careful here. The tabling motion is not debatable, oh, oh, okay. Mr. Madam Chairman. Not debatable. The motion is on the floor for debate for uh, table tabling. It's not debatable. Call the question. So the question was called. It was a voice vote, and uh, Alderwoman Turner uh, acknowledged that uh, the yeas to table the measure have it. But if we're going to get picky with procedure, as in like not allowing McMiniman to have discussion, McMiniman was also going to be picky about procedure. We have a roll call vote. I just want to make sure we got, I think it's a super majority on a tabling motion. 
So he was able to force that roll call and ultimately uh, did come out that the super majority of uh, aldermen uh, chose to go ahead and table that measure. We're going to hear more about that. I would imagine, you know, it's three plus million dollars of a tiff uh, that, uh, you know, could help out uh, the downtown area. If the project's up and running, provide more living opportunities for people in the downtown area. I would imagine the mayor in hearing some of his comments last night, uh, he's going to continue to push for that uh, particular uh, project. Sure. Coming back, uh, we'll jump into uh, some more funds and uh, some transportation dollars coming to the city. Uh, plus, we'll uh, talk about rail relocation and some of the uh, uh, problems with uh, a package of properties that are going to be uh, purchased by the city. So that's all in the way here with the council roundup. They, uh, of course, tabled a motion for $3 million TIF request for uh, development downtown Springfield. I would imagine you'll hear more about that in the future. Uh, but we get into now uh, an issue of uh, how much money is uh, coming to the city's coffers for uh, transportation dollars. Let me make sure I got this queued up here. An ordinance authorizing a supplemental appropriation in the amount of $2,553,777.48 of Rebuild Illinois grant funds for the Office of Public Works. Remember the uh, increase in the gas tax? Yeah. The doubling of the state gas tax? Right. Uh, the increased license plate fees? Yeah. Uh, all the other increased driving fees? Increase there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 151 I paid for my plates. If you smoke, you're paying a buck a pack more per smokes. Um, A bunch of other tax and fee increases that went into effect uh, last summer. Well, we're starting to see the fruits of that. Uh, So two-plus million dollars coming to the city of Springfield. Alderman McMiniman uh, acknowledging that this is really good news. This is really good news. This is money that we didn't appropriate back during our budget time period because we didn't know what monies we might receive under the additional uh, tax revenue that the state of Illinois is receiving. And uh, this is a good example of where the census comes in because these monies are being distributed to municipalities based on the population of the municipalities per per capita amount. So he uh, also highlighted how this is uh, for projects that have a a long-term component to them. So... um, this is all good news. It's additional monies that we can put into infrastructure. And importantly, these funds have to go towards long-term projects. Isn't that correct, Nate? That's uh, Nate Bottom. He said yes. Uh, but Nate was also taken to task a little bit by Alderwoman Doris Turner, who was uh, really putting uh, the bug in his ear saying we need to get projects for all the city. Uh, so uh, be an open ear for aldermen that want to call and provide suggestions as to where this money should be spent. Uh, and how it should be spent in those particular wards. Uh, and I think that that's absolutely a uh, uh, important conversation. And uh, uh, Nate said that, yes, absolutely, uh, they will take those types of uh, recommendations moving forward. What is that, 2.5 mil? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 250 grand award. Boom, done. Right. Uh, there yeah. you go. Right on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that's ultimately doled out, but uh, that will be uh, money, and it'll we'll see continued resources like that coming to the city in the area. Uh, moving on to new and unfinished business, this is um, something we heard about uh, a couple of weeks ago. We had uh, we only touched on it briefly, uh, even though they focused a lot of time on it at one of the longer meetings recently. But uh, rail relocation. 
uh, and the impacts on some of the neighbors of where a lot of this work's being done. And we heard uh, one story of a, a woman who was battling breast cancer and uh, just had a whole host of other issues with her family, and they were seeing the foundation of their home cracking because of the heavy construction that was being done. The city came in and bought a little sliver of their backyard for like a thousand bucks or something like that. I can't remember the exact cost, but it, you know, at the same time, other places are getting bought entirely with moving costs and so on. Well, there was another rail relocation ordinance that was up for consideration uh, dealing with a couple of properties. And uh, let's go ahead and um, hear this particular part of the project. Uh, we're also this is Nate. Part of the project, we're also installing underpasses at South Grand and Astrid on the 19th Street corridor in order to improve flow and safety. And these are actually, these are hardship, uh, these are hardship acquisitions uh, for the project and we won't have to pay any relocation expenses basically on those, on those projects, on those. So the ordinance up for consideration was uh, several hundred thousand dollars to purchase some, some properties, not at the 10th Street tracks, but closer to 20th Street. And Alderman McMinniman was like, that doesn't have to do with the consolidation. We don't have the money anyways for it. Uh, Nate acknowledged that, yes, we don't have the money for it, um, but this is still something to help with the, the traffic flow. Uh, so they're looking to buy those properties. But Alderwoman Turner uh, made a, a pretty strong point as to, you know, uh, in a way, some properties being given special preference over others, and they need to combat against that. And I, and I also know that there are still some people on that corridor that are um, owner-occupied, that still have not, their properties still have not been purchased. So I, I would think that we would want to finalize those properties that are owner-occupied where people are actually going to have to move and find relocation rather than trying to assist uh, individuals with unloading their rental property. That's a pretty good point. <laughs> Why not buy out those uh, who are living in the properties right now who have those hardships uh, instead of making a special effort to um, go ahead and buy vacant properties so that a landlord can unload them. Uh, so that's a pretty pointed uh, point there, Alderwoman Turner. Uh, Alderman Proctor. What classifies this as a hardship versus the lady that came a couple weeks ago with her property? Well, this one is specifically needed as part of the project. Um, they're, they're full to, that we would need to purchase them and demo the properties in order to construct the South Grain underpass. All right. So, what defines hardship then? Why is this a hardship? Uh, I don't know if I. Nate didn't really have a, a clear answer on that, and the mayor didn't really either. Yeah, we probably should have Hanson come forward and <laughs> ask them how they prioritize the properties, things of that nature, because I think that's the important part of it. Why are they prioritizing? Somebody said that uh, it had something to do with financial distress, maybe some medical issues, and so on. <laughs> Is that what makes it a hardship then? The property owners having financial distress, and then we I got buy them out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like, well, I don't get that reason. I just there's, a health, there's a major health concern, and um, but I, I don't know what I can say, and HIPAA laws and everything along those lines. So, uh, Well, it sounded like the previously who was here before had kind of the same concerns then, too, about HIPAA, whatever issues that she was having, too, relating to this project and her property. Right. Again, a little bit of uh, 
an uneven approach uh, moving forward on this, especially on a, a part of this project that's sure. far away from where the actual rails are being relocated yeah. and consolidated to. Right. And then uh, Alderwoman uh, DeCenso, who was remote last night, uh, she uh, chimed in on this and talked about uh, just the continued problems that uh, she's hearing from constituents in her district, in her region, that are uh, just having a, a nightmarish of a time with the construction that's going on and with the lack of um, uh, getting anything accomplished and as far as getting their properties taken care of and getting what they deserve from those properties. Here's a little bit of what she had to say, but again, it's remote, so it's not the best quality. You know, talking talking about buying properties because of, of someone else's hardship, I just I, I, I can't. I'm beyond disgusted by this this whole conversation. She's beyond disgusted. We're gonna try to get her on sometime next week. So we can unpack that a bit more. Uh, I don't blame her. You know, she's hearing from some mad, mad people. No, no question. Yeah. Um, and then there was also a conversation about speeding and uh, a variety of other uh, things that are going on with people um, getting a little too lead foot. Um, and Alderwoman DeCenso led that charge. She was sure to say it's not just about police. It's about traffic engineering and so on. Uh, but I did want to share this little bit from Alderman Redpath, who highlighted uh, what could be an early Hero of the Week vote. So listen in. And uh, thanks to uh, uh, the police officer, the little boy that was hit, we would have never found out because the guy left the scene of the crime. But I can tell you this. Matt Dallas, the Springfield police officer, patrolman, went out and did outstanding police work. He did the investigation, found the car, did the interview, got the suspect to admit uh, that he did it, and arrest, they got him under arrest, and they're, they're going to prosecute him. And that's, that's good work by our police department. Pretty right. incredible. Yeah. One of those uh, stories you, you missed while you were out of town, yeah. but uh, there was a young child who was, uh, it was a hit-and-run incident. Police were able to track down the suspect, and uh, he's being prosecuted. Yeah. So that's your council roundup from a jam-packed committee of the whole meeting last night.